Have you started recording or not? Yes, I have. Oh, shout out to Lauren. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be weird to do a shout out if, if we weren't recording, you see. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Yes. Um, Lisa's wearing a headset. She's in the call centre. She's at, she's at the call face mm. today. We're actually loving it thick. <laughs> I bought a headset on the recommendation of Lauren yeah. um, to make our sound better. It does sound a lot better. On our podcast, Claire. It can't help the content. But, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> but, yeah, and you're loving watching me in a headset, I know. I can't, I can't. Um, it's quite Madonna. I think it's very really like it. You know what makes it more Madonna is the cone bra you're wearing. That's anyway, right. That's welcome true. to Playing Devil's Avocado <laughs> episode 35. We are nearly there. We are nearly at the end. Where are we? We are in, now we're in nearly Christmas. Nearly the end oh, of the I year. Oh, I see. Hmm. Yeah, okay. My name's Claire Isaac. She is Lisa Sinclair. And today's podcast, Lisa, mm-hmm. bit, bit more Christmas. Yeah. It's the Christmas countdown. Countdown. We've got a conversation about ageing, a conversation about hugging. Yes. Yes. Some culture club. Some culture club. Some beauty spot. Beauty spot, beauty spot. I've got a big question, and so do you. Do I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, oh, you do. Yeah, and you some can. work stuff, and probably some other stuff that I've forgotten, but we'll get there when we get there, won't we? As they All say. All right, do it. Are we there do yet? It. Are we there yet? Off you go. All right, first of all, Lisa, let's do the Christmas countdown. Are you in that phase where everybody you talk to is just like, oh my god, I'm so busy, I've got so much to do, oh my god, it's so frantic? Yes. Yes. I know. It's just like, I know, you don't have to tell me, I'm living it. Like, okay, everyone calm down. But also, I don't remember in years gone by, it, like people, it's very early to be panicking, isn't it? Or is it? Well, they're not in the Christmas, I find that it's because everyone's shutting down for so long for Christmas this year. Right. So they've got so much work to do before Christmas. Right. Because I think there's a lot of enforced shutdowns going on to right. get people to take their, their leave. Holidays and things, yeah. And also Australia has that unique thing where literally the whole country shuts down for at least two weeks. Yeah. Because summer plus Christmas. Yeah. So everybody's just frantically trying to do everything and then sit around doing nothing for two weeks. <laughs> get a At cold. least two weeks, <laughs> if not more. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to eat a mango. Yes. You know, drink a beer. In the bar. Yeah, drink a beer. Go for a swim. Yeah. Nice. I bought my I bought my um my annual caftan for the beach <laughs> <laughs> online. I'm loving it. Um, oh, good for you. You've got some other Christmas obsessions going on though. You you sent me an ad. Yes. Which was the oh I've the got... Christmas innovations catalogue. I've got the Christmas Innovations catalogue. It's 150 pages. Yes. Of it delight. is heavy. It is. I look, honestly, you all have to get this on the Innovations um, postal list. Yeah. You all have to get the catalogue delivered to your door because it's the best reading, honestly. It's on nice paper. And I did send you the, the Christmas one is an absolute triumph. It with is. All it the really Christmas is. Stuff. It's everything you could ever want to buy and should uh, buy. Have you got one? I, I don't know that we got we get mine. I seem to get mine like two weeks after you get yours. Oh, I must be a VIP or something. Aww. The best thing was I sent frequent you frequent shopper. 
<laughs> frequent shopper. I sent you um, a little snip, and it was a thing that you put under your toilet and your toilet lights up at night, yeah. but like a disco toilet. So great. So um, I think all agreed. We all want one of those. I mean, I think it would be terrifying we? to sit on a toilet that was purple or green. It would it would make you feel like you're in train spotting. Here or we are. The young it's a colour changing blue night light. Mm. No more stumbling in the dark with this colour changing motion activated LED light. It fits on the outside of the rim of any toilet and turns itself on to illuminate the inner bowl every time you walk into the bathroom mm. and automatically turns off when you leave. It's only fourteen ninety five, oh, and it lights up in an array of colours at night. Do you think that's for men of a certain age who might miss the toilet bowl when they tinkle? <laughs> well, I have to say, it's like giving away domestic secrets, not about men oh, doing gosh. that. But we've right. got a nightlight thing in our bathroom now because the light in our ensuite makes is connected to the fan and it makes such a noise in the middle of the night that we couldn't stand it any longer. So the woman upstairs from me, hello, Gail. Gave Hello, me Gail. a nightlight thing that she'd been given and we put mm. it on the wall. And so now when you walk in, the motion sensor just turns the light on and you can, you have. A, can no I name. say that nobody gets a nightlight until they're over 50, Claire? Well, I'm over 50. <laughs> well, I actually, I don't have a nightlight, but I have got a clock that lights up at night and which I'm using as a nightlight because I'm at the point in my life where I can't stumble around in the dark. No, you can't. No, you break to go to the toilet for a wee in the night, and need a nightlight. The funniest, <laughs> the funniest thing about the nightlight is that you can tell when the cat's gone into the bathroom as well because you, the light goes on. <laughs> I think it's his like, tail what? must be at the right, the right height. <laughs> Um, and what I'm, about a personalised doormat? Well, just bring it can on. Can I interest I you? Yes, you can interest me. Yeah. I think I'm too late to order things from here for um, Christmas this year. I don't think it's going to get delivered in time. But I might keep it for next year. Um, lots of personalised stuff going on this year. Yeah. Apron, barware, golf balls. I mean, it's very exciting, Claire. <laughs> it is. Everyone's yeah. got into personalising. I just saw on Country Roads website they've got personalised bags this year as well. So, okay. you know, it's bit, you can personalise anything, couldn't you? We, I could just with a pen. I'll just get a marker. <laughs> just sharpie. write my name on everything. <laughs> sharpie and then I'll flip it off. Could, we just set up a stall. That would be lovely. <laughs> what about the Christmas ads, Claire? Yeah, Did you I, watch I have watched that one when they do the elbow bumping. Yeah. What's that for, Coles? That's Coles, and there's a Woolies one out as well. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen the Audi one yet. Audi's really usually pretty good. Yeah, I think they're sort the of following on a bit good, from John Lewis, yeah. yeah. Everyone eagerly awaits the John Lewis ad, and don't they? teary about them every year. They do. I find, um, I thought this one, which was the Coles one, was quite warm and heartfelt. They're they very good. Nice. They're nice. They're very, very good, I think, at um, representing Australia in a lovely, diverse way. Yes, yes. I think, yeah. I think they've certainly um, they've really run with that baton, haven't they? Yes. You know, they have lots yes. of mixed-up families and different kinds yeah. of gender things and, and race yeah. and what people eat doesn't have to be the traditional food. And Yeah, yeah it's, it's all nice. quite exciting, isn't mm. it? Yeah, I'm well, a bit excited I still, now. I, I, well, you are because you're going home. I I think, well, I mean, for Christmas for me will be two weeks early and it will be that it'll be kids running around with my niece and nephew and 
Aww. You know, so that will actually be a Christmas like that where we have, you know, things on the table and crackers and people running under your feet and all that kind of stuff. So it'll be cute for, for once. <laughs> for once. Doesn't that sound terrible? Lovely. And I, Lisa, now, what's this? Yeah. I'm going to take the Aldi potatoes with you because I'm still obsessed with them. And which, I haven't spoken about Aldi them. Potatoes? Goose which fat ones? roasting potatoes. I haven't seen them. Oh, my God. They're in the freezer, uh, freezer compartment. I wrote about them on the PDAs, which is our Facebook group, because somebody last year told me they're amazing. And they're still there. They were still there yesterday. I went and bought another bag. My husband said, why do we have three bags of um, roast potatoes in the freezer? And I said, because they're fucking amazing. Highly recommend So they're goose fat, frozen potatoes. You just chuck them straight in the oven. Yeah. And I mean, I know it's not any easier than putting your normal potatoes in. There's, there's mm. nothing about them that's easier. But they're goose fat. But they're goose fat. Which, so they just go really crispy. Mm. Um, and it's just easy to go, I'm just going to put these in the oven. And they're, uh, they're delicious. Honestly, I can't highly recommend them enough. Right. Really if I'm you don't like goose fat, Ikea. maybe don't buy them. Oh, Ikea, Audi. Go to Ikea. Get, get yourself some meatballs. Um, yes, all right, that's good. And then while we're having Christmas, Lisa, do you think we'll be doing Mm. the new hug? Yeah, what's the new hug? Well, the new hug, according to the New York Times, the new hug is a highly choreographed affair, beginning with an eager approach, a natural inclination to gather someone you're happy to see and joyful and bright, and then there's a pause before contact. And then you move back. And and then you, oh, am I allowed to do this? Then there's typically both parties flinging wide their arms, the wingspan of the new hug, they say, is infinite. A theatrical bring it in gesture. So yes. exaggerated it could be seen from space. Then comes the actual embrace, more of a dramatic air kiss over one another's shoulders. One person might give the other a little squeeze, but it's all over in peals of awkward laughter. And then we go back to our personal space. And I think that is yes. actually what we're all doing at the moment. And that is the new yes, hug. Yes, awkward hugs. Yeah. Awkward hugging. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I haven't been. I true. haven't seen anyone who hasn't wanted some kind of contact, though. I haven't had anyone go, "No, don't touch me." Well, I don't know what that says about you. Yes. Yeah. Everyone's quite happy for me to touch them, Claire. <laughs> you are. You are a good hugger. Um, I think it's very. I just think everyone this Christmas is going to be kind of asking the, "Are we hugging? Are we doing the hug? Are we? Yeah. You know, is, this, is are we okay to do this?" Um, and then we're all going to just do it anyway. I want to talk a little bit about ageing. There's been a lot you? of stuff. Well, because there was a thing that came out. You know how we love the idea of the Sex and the City movie? Yeah. So then there was a thing that came out. Um, well, there's been lots of talk about all their faces and their hair and how Sarah Jessica Parker's got the grey hair. And now everyone's talking about... Poor old Kristen Davis's new face, and it's all about, we're so hip, hypocritical about women's beauty standards. Like you know, we're being we're calling her out, calling Sarah Jessica Parker out for her age and how she shouldn't be wearing those clothes and blah blah blah. And then at the same time, we're also saying that Kristen Davis looks like a um, unrecognisable duck face in her um, with her plastic surgery. And it's like, well, either you want women to age or you don't want women to age. Like, make your mind up, you know. Do you want women to look like they're ageing or do you want them not to? Mm. You know, if they look like they're ageing, don't call them out for looking like they're ageing. If the other alternative is to not look like you're ageing, but what that means is having some kind of surgery which will change what your face looks like. It is. It's yes. not. It's just this awful system. You can't win, can you? You can't win. However, 
I hadn't seen those photos till you put them on this list. And, and then, then I clicked on them. Like, yeah, her face And is then I went, oh, my God, what has she done to her face? So I am very guilty of it. But I think... I think that's natural human reaction. And the only way to stop that is to stop the internet and stop, you know, promoing movies. I, I, I don't know what the answer is, but I do know that if you show me a set of photos like that, I am going to look at them and go, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I can't help myself. I, mean, I don't know. You maybe know. it's all right for women who are of the same sort of age to look at women in various situations who are the same age as them and compare themselves and kind of go, well, I don't have a, like, I haven't done that surgery, so I don't look like that, but I don't look like Sarah Jessica Parker because she looks older than me. Maybe it's her grey hair. I've, you know, like, maybe there's something about the kind of how we can, there's something about it that's normal, but there's something about it that's, that then becomes not our place to judge them for it. Like, we can talk about it. Yeah, just not, maybe it's not the judgment. Yeah. But I'm not judging her. I'm just no, staring, exactly. going, what? I think that's. I but, think yeah. we can do that, but you do that with anyone on the street. If you saw someone on the street who looked like they'd had, you know, size eighty-seven boobs put in, you'd immediately go, yes. "Fuck me, look at those boobs!" You know, I probably would. I probably wouldn't stare at people's faces on this in the street though, because that's rude. <laughs> so you're <laughs> saying it's fine to hide behind the internet? Yes, and do it in the privacy <laughs> of your own, own home. home. And not tell, and not say it to the person themselves. Or I wouldn't go on the internet and say, "Oh my God, look at her face." Yeah, but... I mean that's the difference. I think. I think everyone's going to judge, and she would probably be judging as well. Other people. Mm. It's just, it's just whether we have the right to call people out on what they look like. Probably in a, not in a public no. arena. I don't. know. No, probably not. Yes. No, I have an issue with George Clooney about getting old though, because oh, I was yes. listening to a, po- a podcast with him. Mark Maron podcast and you know he's very jovial and he's very George Clooney all the way all the time and it's a little bit put on I think his little George Clooney act but you know it's, it's what you pay for you know what you're getting with him and then he was yeah. talking to Mark Maron about how he had kids and how he found Amal and you know it changed his life and everything and he said I didn't have kids and I'm 60 and Mark Maron's 58 and said, I'm 58, I still don't have kids. And George Clooney went, oh, Mark, you should have kids. It's never too late. You know, it's great. You really should. And I was like, don't fucking tell a 58-year-old man to have kids. Mm. <laughs> and that's A, it's so awful because it means that he's going to have to go and find a woman who's young enough to bear yes. children. So therefore you're saying to all the women who are that age, yeah, you know, you've got no hope in the world now because you can't give me kids. I don't know. Yeah, you're telling you're telling him effectively to go out and find a 35 year old to to procreate with, which is pretty gross because it's not pretty gross, but it's 23 year age gap. It's it's not gross if you've got a 23 age gap. It's not gross. Sorry, but you know what I mean. I I hear what you're saying. Yeah, and it just made me angry because it's like women don't have that choice. They can't be a 60 year old Mm. woman and decide to have twins and and be rich and successful and have Mm. people looking after them. You know, most women at yeah. 45 have had to shut up shop or even earlier than yeah. that how shut dare up, george. you george fuck be quiet, off george. be quiet yeah. although you know. you're, i do love you but anyway yeah yeah he's got a new movie coming out sounds really good and okay. he was very funny and he was very yeah. disarming and he did say that amal <laughs> when he met amal he he thought to himself why can't i meet a woman like that which i thought was very cute that's funny yeah but then he ruined it yeah. for my kids anyway yeah, let's, do, let's change let's change the subject to something happier Go on. Culture Club. 
Nostalgia Club. What have you been watching? I see you've had the feel-good show of the year. I have. I'm very excited. Um, Last night, the Great British Bake Off is back in Australia. (laughs) And they're very fast with the turnarounds now, with with it showing in the UK and then Mm. showing here. So I think they're up to season 12 or something. Um, Or is it 17 even? I don't know. Anyway, um, it's my absolute favourite. I love it. Have you watched it recently? No, but I know you love it. So I did try and watch. I watched the Celebrity yeah. Bake Off episode. Oh, no, I'm not Martin Kemp from Spandau Ballet and he put the icing in the oven instead of the cake. Oh, dear. I'm not <laughs> mad about celebrity versions of anything, to be honest. I don't mind Celebrity Gogglebox, having said that. I'm quite looking forward to that. Mm. Um, I like the ordinary people, but the hosts are really good. They've got um, Noel Feeling, Fielding and um, Matt Lucas oh, yeah. are the hosts. Like and they so really they really are excellent yeah and um it is the feel it's just so feel good it's so lovely you know exactly what to expect there's always going to be a wibble or a wobble or a entendre or it's just delightful um and then there's a show on after this is all on foxtel there's a show on after called an extra slice mm-hmm. um which is joe brand hosts it and then they have celebrity fans come on the panel and they sit and talk about bake off and oh it's God. just <laughs> It's just more bake off than you could ever need. More bake off. So you end up with an hour and a half of bake off, which is um, my idea of heaven. Mm. Mm. Well, I've never loved the Australian bake off, I have to say, though. Right. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it's just. I didn't mind it. I just didn't love it. Right. Well, note to Mm. that producers of bake Mm. off. (laughs) Mm. Um, I went to see No Time to Die, the James Bond movie, and it was so good. Mm. Oh, my God, it was amazing. Now, I've never been a massive James Bond fan. I think there's something in it. I think there's something in the COVID um, coming out of lockdown into a big smash movie like that, which is just full, yeah. of, full of amazing stunts. It's got so much life and so many people and so much beautiful scenery. And um, the, it's very long. It's nearly three hours long. Oh, God, but no. I stuck with it. I I worked out all the twists and turns. I took my goddaughter, hello Ada, and her sister, hello Yasna, and we. I had to put up with a barrage of questions from one of them. <laughs> Who is it? Who? Why is he doing that? What's that? What's happening now? Mm. What is it? And I was I, normally I go. I don't know. Just watch the movie. But I was very um, across the the plot. I laughed. I cried. I loved it. I couldn't recommend it highly enough. How was Mr. Bond? He's great. I'm going to miss him. I really am. Are you? Yeah. Who's the next Bond? Do we know they yet? They haven't announced it yet. No. Who's um, it tipped to be? Um, the guy, what was his name from, um, down, from um, oh, what's his name? Perry Reger. Downton. No, no. Oh, Bridgerton. Bridgerton man. Bridgerton, Brown, oh, yes. Oh, lovely. Idris, I'll, I'll take or, that. Yeah. Um, they were, there's a sort of clue that maybe it could be a woman just from the movie, but I don't know that that's true. Um, it'll be, it's a shame because he's such so a it's good It's not one. Phoebe then? No, I don't think so. Is she in the James Bond? No, she wasn't. Or was she just her. writing it? Phoebe Waller-Bridger? Yeah, no, she wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't. Right. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. very good. And then, um, I was watching Curb Your Enthusiasm is back for season 11. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's just got heaps and heaps of celebrities in it, like heaps and heaps of oh, famous fun. people. So in the first episode, um, Vince Vaughn is in it, and yeah, um, you know, like this, and just some, and he's dating Lucy Liu. 
So there's just these funny little things that are just so brilliant. I've never been a massive fan, but um, my some of my family are, so I was watching it, and yeah, it's it's worth watching if you if you're stuck for something to watch. Go in. I can't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm because he looks exactly like my dad. Right. Oh, yeah, well, and I just can't watch triggering. it because my dad's it's too triggering for yeah. me. Um, however, I was watching, um, you know, Comedians in the Car with Coffee oh, or yeah. whatever it is, yeah. and I was just flicking through them because they're about four minutes long, which is ideal for me. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I did watch the one with Larry David, and it was very funny. Have you seen it? I have seen it. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's really and, funny. About, oh, he's so I love funny. their relationship. Yeah, he is a very funny man, but he's very neurotic. He was talking in that one about how all his eating rules. I mean, yeah. you talk about Lee's eating rules. Yeah. his are even more strict. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's very obsessed strange. with cholesterol. Yeah, um, but then you look at him on the show, and he's like, he's like a rake. He's very thin. Yeah, he's obviously. I mean, he's pretty old now. It was interesting yeah. because I listened to a podcast where Jerry Seinfeld was talking about writing Seinfeld with Larry. And you can really hear Jerry's voice in Larry when in in um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. They've they've got the sim very similar structure to their sentences and the way they yeah. tell jokes and stuff. And obviously he was George and Seinfeld. Yeah. Um. It's just yeah. It's just um. Just lovely. I just you know. Just, it's nice Good. to have something to watch. I like having a series. You know, love a series. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, let's do some beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. I've just added a beauty spot. What? I've forgotten it? it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you talk about yours, then I can talk about well, mine. I don't know how excited everyone else was, but I was really excited when I saw you Harry Styles. You were very excited. Harry Styles has yeah. launched a beauty range. It's yeah. called Pleasing. Um, and then I went online to buy some, and the shipping to Australia was $48. Oh, God, no. So, That's so unfair. I know. I was really annoyed. So you didn't tell me you didn't buy it? No, I didn't buy it, no. Uh, and also what I was going to buy was this set of three nail varnishes, which are pearly nail varnishes, which he wears in the ad and stuff and looks really cute on him. Three nail varnishes, which were $98 Australian. No, I but will I not thought, let you. But I thought, you know what, if that's all it is and it's a collector's item, you know, like it's because it's going to be hard to get, I'll I'll buy it. So And then I thought, oh, well, I'll buy it. They had this pen, which is a... Um, a pen that you put under your eyes or on your lips and it's supposed to be really nice and cooling. It's hyaluronic acid. Like, all the stuff is gender fluid. Like, it's very... It's all really beautifully done in true Harry style. Style. (laughs) 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 Um, And so I thought, I'll buy the lip stuff as well. I can give it to my husband for Christmas or, you know, that would be fun. Anyway, so I... And then it said, it could be sold out in your territory. Go If it disappears from your car, it's sold out and I was like okay cool so I went through the process of putting it in my cart went to pay and then I was like a that was sold out so it was just the nail varnishes and then the nail varnishes were 95 whatever with shipping it was going to be 150 dollars and I'm like I am not paying that for three nail varnishes Harry Styles I mean you know if you're an 18 year old girl maybe but you're not so no and also if you're an 18 year old girl how can you afford that no, that's true. I mean, With honestly. With your parents' credit card. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. lovely. It's all very cute and everything. But anyway, blah. It said I went online and bought a different coloured um, foundation from the one I bought in Maya because, of course, when I was in Maya at the Met counter the other day, 
The woman convinced me that I was a certain shade of foundation, and if, when I got home, of course, it was too dark. I do it every fucking time. I don't know what's Is that because the lighting's different in, in, aren't the, they super, in the beauty halls? Maybe, but aren't they supposed to have natural light so that you look mm. the same? Well, they always tell you to put it on and then go outside in the daylight yeah, to check it. Yeah, well. Or they tell you to put it on your hand and go outside to check it yeah. in daylight. Yeah. So, anyway, I got it wrong. I got oh, it wrong. Gosh. Got the wrong That's one. quite an expensive mistake. I take know. it back. You know what? I would take it back. I reckon they would They would take that back. No, they won't because you've opened I reckon, it. I think if you went it back or if you went back to them and said, you told me to buy this shade and it's too dark, mm. I think they might swap it. Well, I'll say. Try maybe. it. Yeah, Do it. Yeah. How much is that? How much was that? 55. I'd go back, mm. honestly. Well, I think maybe it might be okay if I'm tan or if I mix it with a lighter one during summer and then, you know, but then it's like that means I've got 50,000 bottles of foundation. Um, And then the other thing, which is a beauty Mm. spot thing, is this continuing saga of the no conditioner on the hair. Oh, yes. um, It's quite a big talking point on the PDAs, which is our Facebook group. So I thought I'd bring it up again because I am now trying it myself. But because Mm. my hairdresser told me to do this thing with this thing called K18 peptides. Have you heard what of them? What is it? Oh. So you wash your hair in the shower, don't condition it, and then you put this peptides treatment in, which is just a you put in little four little pumps of this little cream, rub mm. it through your hands, put it through your hair, leave it for four minutes, and then style your hair as normal. And supposedly it completely transforms your hair. Oh, and has and, it? Well, you do it for a few weeks. You do it over a process of a few weeks, and then mm. you can do it every other wash or whatever. Anyway, my hairdresser sw- swears by it. Mm. I'll let you know. But it, I, I was surprised to find that, you know how I was saying my hair would be a halo if I didn't have mm. my conditioner in? Not, not a halo. No. I reckon it's just all been a big scam all these years to make us buy a conditioner. Maybe. And, like you, my scalp's not so itchy. Thank you. So. I am the oracle. I think we should start the no conditioner movement. Mm. That could be the first yes. PDA, the PDA movement. <laughs> it could be a campaign. <laughs> We're activists. Um, <laughs> I have been using, because um, I'm trying to get sort of um, like pu- my public face on, yeah. leaving the house more. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I have been using a Smashbox um, product. Have you used Smashbox? This stuff's um, good. I have over the years, but I'm not using anything at the moment. Yeah, so I am using their um, – it's a powder, photo finish fresh setting powder. Mm. And it's quite fun. It comes in a little, little box. It looks like a camera, like an old camera Oh yeah. Um, with the zoomy thing. And then you twist it and you get the fresh powder out every day and then you dust it on. Ooh, I think it's it nice. Work? I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's quite nice. I think it's nice for the um, Australian summer. Mm. See, I have to use a yeah. setting spray in summer, otherwise my makeup falls off by the time I leave the house. Yeah. It's meant to set makeup, mattify, shine and blur pores. I think it does do a bit of all of that, actually. Mm. I'm going to put it out there. Mm. I like it. I've got a Revolution spray, which I use, which I swear by in summer as well. I have to prime, put primer on as well in summer. Otherwise, literally, it's like I haven't put any makeup on by the time I get anywhere. Mm, by the time you get down the stairs. By the time I leave the bathroom. Mm. Yeah, and just the last thing, which is not really beauty spot, but I didn't know where to put it. And then, I think it's a What Hurts Now. Oh, I forgot about What Hurts Now. I forgot yeah. it existed. All right, What Hurts Now. now. Menopause is killing me, Lisa. Oh, Claire. What are you can do about it? I don't know. I don't know. It's just um, this month, month joy, 
has been incredibly ha- bad. Now, you can t- if you're a man and you don't listen to this, you can turn off. If you- but I think you shouldn't because I think it's important to uh, listen. Listen. Incredibly bad period pain. Um, yeah. Really, really bad cramps, aching legs and all sorts of things going on, tearful outbursts. I told my husband to fuck off because he was trying to help me do the washing up. Like it was like uh, my head was spinning. Oh, it was no, like a, red it was rage. Like Carrie. Carrie. Red mist. Yeah. Just was like, fuck off, like really angry. Oh, and he and it was like very out of order. Oh, no. How did he uh, cope? He just walked away. Um, uh, he fucked off, <laughs> strangely. <laughs> I'm scared um, for him. But, you know, and like just crying for no reason and then not being able to sleep. And I was like, this is like classic menopause, like classic mm-hmm. symptom all in one go, just but like randomly out of the blue. And it's just so... So what can you do about it? Well, it'll go away because I'm on HRT. So the right. hormones will, you know, obviously there's just something about that part of the month where the dip in the hormone is too much for yeah. me. So, you know, yeah. and it's Maybe all about your estrogen. <laughs> your estrogen levels dip so low that, yeah, that that's what happens. And But gosh, it's just, you know... It's just because it's such a roller coaster, and because you think mm. you've got it sorted, and then something else comes along and. Kicks it's just you in so the fucking head. annoying, isn't and it? And it's so long as well. It's just annoying. Like, why? No, no. Why no. does it have to? Ha- why does it have to happen? I mean, what? I'm happy not to have periods ever again. I would have been happy to not have mm. periods from the age of like 14 after a year yeah. having them. Quite frankly, yeah. And, and like, if that was, if the if the trade off was, that I didn't have to go through menopause. I might have seriously. <laughs> yeah, it. seriously it's, thought about it. My God, it's just this nightmare. And of course, and this is where the pe- men might want to hang up, <laughs> go and do something else, or just block your la la la, block your ears. Also, it's like I've been stabbed. Oh yeah, it's like a it's like a uh, crime scene. It's like a crime scene in there, and yeah. like I have to literally wear the period pants and the tampon, and then get up twice a night. You know. Anyway, I'm sorry. I know it's too much for people to, for me to talk about it, but I think it's important that we do. And I also feel like I need some sympathy. Fucking hell. <laughs> Maybe you need to go back to the doctor. I will go back to the doctor. I will. You go might back be low in iron as well if it's that bad. So you better go and get your iron checked. Yeah, and I'm going to eat a steak. You need. Yeah, you might need to look at that. You know what I might do? Have a steak what? and some Aldi potatoes. <laughs> yeah, sounds perfect. And some spinach. And some spinach. And a nice bit of liver. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. What else? I heard they served um, liver at Paris Hilton's wedding. (laughs) That's very hard to believe. Did you look at the pictures? I did look at the pictures. I was very happy that she released all the pictures and we didn't have to wait to see it in a magazine. Yeah, I was too. And I'm really happy for her because I know how much she wanted to get married. She's so determined to be a fairy princess, even at the age of 45 or however old she is now. (laughs) But you know, like she just got her dream. But the one thing that really bothered me about it was that it was just this hideous display of like over the top wealth. And I'm just like, I'm a bit sick of seeing that. It's gross. Nobody needs three dresses. No. Plus the party dress. No. Not yeah, it's at this all time of the world, in the world. I think it's a bit gross. It's 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 uh, vulgar. It is vulgar. And like, I'm not mm. jealous. Like I mean, you know, yeah. I am jealous, obviously, but that's not the reason I don't like it in this instance i just think that there's people who are really struggling and to see yeah. that over the topness is funny i mean yeah. it's fine to see one 
part of the wedding or see the happiness and see her walking down the aisle being a beautiful bride because everyone has been along for the ride for that since you know she was a teenager but yeah, yeah there was something about the wolf bank wolfgang puck cake and the six foot tall cake and the food and the Just 15 ostentatious ostentatious indeed yeah Big question. Big question. Claire. Yes. Do you know what Adele's surname is? No. No. Don't. Do you? I didn't either. No, I didn't. And I love Adele. Um, but I was reading an article, which was quite a nasty article in the Mail by Janet Street Porter about Adele. Um, but there are elements of it I was a bit, a little bit nodding. A, a, along with anyway her surname is adkins is it yes i didn't know that so that's quite a good pub quiz for you yeah um the daily mail article about adele it was after the oprah interview which uh, did you watch it or see no, bits of it i can't be bothered with adele look i saw adele when she did um the olympic stadium what was it five years ago or whatever but she was unbelievable it's one of the best concerts i've ever seen in my life one one woman and 95, I think it was the biggest concert she's ever played, she said mm. the other day, 95,000 people. Wow. She was outstanding. She held the whole stadium. Um, it was absolutely incredible. But I've got Buckley. Um, I just think she's gone a bit, a bit L.A., hasn't she? She's yeah. gone a bit, she was this sort of, you know, quite you know, homey London girl, and now she's gone all L.A. And it's not just about the weight loss, to be honest. It's it's sort of the whole package, isn't it? That sort of – that shininess that I think celebrities get when they move to America. Well, in, and in, she's in the got... story, yeah, she's talking about how no one cares about your wicker furniture and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's all very much about the decorating because she's had a decorator in and all that kind of stuff. And she's very proud of it, obviously, because coming from where she comes from, yeah, showing off that wealth is – I don't mind that. It's sort of, I think it's all the sort of... Um, and believing your own height, believing your it's own... It's a psycho... It's a bit of... There's a, a bit of a, she's obviously had a lot of therapy. Yeah. And I think that's that starts. Um, however, I do still love her. She still has got the most incredible voice. Do you know what? I think it's the Oprah effect as well. Anytime you see anyone sit down on a wicker chair with Oprah in a garden... That's it. Turn it off. They've lost all credibility for me. <laughs> Turn it off. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you a big question. Yeah. Did you know that you have a golden hour to do lots of things and they're different depending on what you're doing? No. Hmm. I could tell you. I will tell, tell you. Tell <laughs> me about The golden hour of going to sleep, Lisa. Yes. So they've done all their studies and they mm. found that the best time to go to sleep is between 10 and 11 at night. Oh, that's me. Right. And they did this Regular big study. Work. Yeah. yeah, big study. People who doze off between 10 and 10.59 had a lower risk of cardiovascular disease and stroke than those who dozed off earlier or later. Well, that's good. And it's because 80% of us are genetically programmed to feel sleepy in that time and to wake up eight hours later. So we need to sync with our natural rhythms, mm. our sleep cycle. And so if you don't necessarily fall within that um, sweet spot, it can fuck mm. up your body clock and stuff like that. And, and presumably... Oh, um, sleep disturbance leads to heart disease because it increases your blood pressure and stuff like that. So there's a lot more to it than that, but I thought that was interesting that that's a golden hour. Yes. But then there's also a golden hour for doing work. 
So I was reading the story about um, Golden Out, about what, how to stop procrastinating, which is our, one of our yes. main problems. And it one is. of the things we come back to a lot. Yes. And they say that the hours between 10 a.m. and noon are golden hours for doing your work best. So during those two hours, you have yeah. to mute your email, switch off your phone, ignore everyone, and just getting a task done. So if you've got a big task that you've mm. been putting off, that's the time to do it. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think I so might too. start instigate. I do a bit. I almost do that already, but I might start making it a bit more um, rigorous. Well, because I, I reckon you could smash out so much work in those two hours. I do. I think I start work yeah. at ten usually because I'm a, because I work for myself. I go for a walk in the morning, start at ten, work till lunchtime, and then do something for a bit, and then come back to it. And I find those two hours they go fast because you're yeah. really concentrating. Get a lot done. Yeah. Get a lot Let's done. Let's do it. Mm. So if I ignore your phone calls, that's why, Claire. Well, I won't Not because I'm screening I, you. I won't call you in the golden hour because I'll be too busy. Oh. Or I'll be asleep. Oh, sorry, I'll you're too so busy. busy. I'll confuse my golden hours and I'll be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's awkward, least, um, isn't it? And also, don't get it confused with a golden shower. All right, and speaking of work, Lisa, mm. you had something to say about work that was very... Poignant, no, not poignant. Poignant, it's quite thought provoking. Thought provoking. All right, and it's yes. part of working nine to five. La 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 la. Yes, it's just sort of like the. I think every day now there's three stories about the great resignation, mm. about how everybody's changing and jobs and why people won't work for you, and that there's this real shift towards employee power rather than employer, yeah. and that basically. The, the employers are reaping the reaping the not the rewards but you know having treated many of them having treated the employees like shit for years with you know no pay rises um the casualization of the workforce all that kind of thing mm. um there's a bit of a you know it's a bit of a backlash isn't there and bernard salt who i quite like he's a demographer and he was mm. riding in the australian I love him. he says do you like him i love him i spoke to him once for a story and he was oh, amazing yeah was he mm. Um, he is calling it the Great Reset rather than the Great Resignation. Oh, I like that. Yes. Um, and he is saying that perhaps the post-COVID world will introduce us to a new set of values that are based more around meaning rather than solely on re- remuneration. Um, which I think is, you know, is, it sort of strikes me as being quite... Um, quite true and he's saying you know everybody's having a rethink and would you be better off without some toxic relationships in your life are you in the right city the right house the right relationship um he talks about the great reset where this time is being used to reset the building blocks of life in a way that is more likely to yield ongoing contentment and happiness gosh so, so not, you're not just talking about work then he's talking about, no, he's every talking about, he's talking about everything <laughs> he's saying maybe the real advantage of the great lockdown is that it prompts many to reorganize their lives for the better oh. and you know what else i was talking to a friend of ours the other day and she's going through massive life changes and they're all just going bing 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 and i said to her god you don't do things by half do you and then i was saying how old are you and she said 33 i said oh it's your jesus year did you have a Jesus yes, year? Yes, yeah, I did have a Jesus yes. year. Yeah. Yes. So I think that, you know, for her, that's going on. Jesus year is 33 is when Jesus um, rose again. And there's this theory that when you're 33, you have this sort of seismic change in your life. Mm. And what happens in that year 
sets the tone for you know the years to come Mm. so um yeah it's all going on isn't it god it's just it's exhausting honestly it really is i can't lie down until the golden hour lisa so i've got oh. ages to go yet <laughs> oh okay all right stay upright then <laughs> <laughs> all right well I'll see right. You come to the pdas which is our facebook group okay you don't have to talk to me or the listener well the listener um, and we will see you next week. And I think All this right. has been a roaring success with your headset. Lovely. All so right. go and go and take some customer complaints. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>